I got sauce, boy, I'm lost. I'm grinding and rapping till I can score my mom. We chucking up threes with the score wrong pause. I'm dabbing in my field like a four yard loss. Nobody smooth as the kid on the mic. Drinking and traveling, sampling flights. Smoking on cannabis, handling life. You don't even know what the lavish is like. I'm from the opposite dimension. No, and I forgot to mention I've been jotting every second with the plot that need progressing. I'm a hypersonic weapon. I'll be gone in 60 seconds. You be smart to keep it stepping. This is not the part of stress. And I've been locked up in detention. Everybody know the kid. Built like a polar bear, always dropping cold and shit. And I think it's so appropriate. I mean, What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Milton Sports Corner Podcast. I'm Kyle Fulbright, along with Cody Mola and Curtis Redman. How you doing today, guys? Doing good. Good to be back on the show. I'm doing pretty good, too. <laughs> you done done good chewing? Good to be back, man. Done chewing? <laughs> yep, it's been a while. Uh, it's been like since like august i think or something that long or no, september oh uh, we might not have done one during all of football we said it's like couple, like last week oh yeah that's true shout out the nosebleeds yeah but uh yeah today um had to switch some stuff we had some huge nba news we had james harden going to the nets finally out of houston and oladipo going to the rockets and karis lavert heading to the pacers so some big nba news uh what do you guys think of the trade? Uh, well, I saw this when I was golfing earlier today, and I didn't really look at it too much. Um, and once I saw all the final details, I think it's kind of a good trade for everyone all around. Um, it'd be cool if the Rockets got to keep all those guys that they got, but they just got too much, so they had to ship some out. Yeah, I think definitely after last night's game and Harden's interview, like a trade was – evident after his teammates calling him out like he wasn't at practice today so they had to get something done and that everyone knew that he wanted out so that's probably the best offer that they could have gotten yeah I still think my favorite part of James Harden all year though is like in pregame he looks like he's 40 pounds overweight yeah what the heck? some reason all the time all the time in pregame then in game he looks fine the dude must be wearing like those pylon shirts you see at Ross lately. <laughs> Someone said he was wearing like a fat suit just to get traded. Yeah, Someone honestly. Kyrie did this all on purpose just so he didn't get traded. That's he what I was thinking too. So he's the best at his own right now. Yeah, so we'll see. Throwing parties for his sister. Just missing NBA. <laughs> Sounds like a lawn chair we know. Kyrie's on Zoom before games, I saw. Kai Irving. The guy's unreal, man. The guy could do whatever he wants. Flat earther. Yeah, but definitely a big trade. Uh, do you guys think this makes the Nets? I think they were already like finals contenders, but do you think this kind of puts them over the Bucks and the other teams in the East? I mean, it, it's definitely nice to have three superstars, but I think it kind of hurts their depth a little bit. Uh, I think that's kind of what I liked about their team the most is you can have Karras coming off the bench. Um, Jared Allen, too, he can play off the bench. He's been playing that role. And, um, those are two of their – that's number six and number seven if they weren't starting. So I think it kind of hurts their depth. And I know they gave up some other pieces, like my favorite interview ever, Mr. Rebound, Torian Prince. So <laughs> it hurts, but they'll be all right. You got three studs like that. Yeah, they'll definitely figure it out. Um, all right, before we get to some NFL here, we had the the Natty on Monday. Alabama, kind of what everyone thought, uh, dominated Ohio State. I think they would, they beat them by like 20 or 30 points, but uh, it was big. Ohio State kind of kept it close in the beginning and then Alabama kind of just rolled them. 
Devontae. Yeah, after um, it was what fourteen seven, and Alabama fumbled inside their own twenty. Um, and then after that, it was pretty much ball game. I mean, they couldn't keep up. Somehow, you don't cover the only player on the field that you need to cover, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't wasn't too pretty after that. Yeah, I don't understand. I get he's good, but he's literally the Heisman Trophy winner, and you're just no one near him on, like, three different plays, and he scores every time, obviously. It's a good thing he only played a half. He still set every yeah. record for the, for the championship. But, yeah, I mean, he could have had, like, 20 catches, 500 yards, and a handful of touchdowns. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what your game plan is, why you don't cover him. Yeah, there's other guys, but – you got to stop that primarily and, and let the other guys, you know, Sean try Wade. to beat you. He was cooking. Sean Wade, baby. Sean Wade won. IST legend, though. IST legend, Sean Wade. But uh, Devonta Smith, obviously great college player, but how do you see him transferring over to the NFL? Obviously a little on the smaller side. Yeah, um, definitely. Um, so he's 6'1", 175 is what he's listed at. And some guys that I – found them were similar were Marvin Harrison and Antonio Brown. Marvin Harrison's six foot one eighty, obviously a Hall of Fame talent. Um, got to play with Peyton Manning for most of his career, so that helps. Um, and Antonio Brown, uh, more of a player right now, 5'10, 185. Um, and Antonio seems to, you know, take the hits here and there. He survived a concussion from Vontez Burfitt. But um, other than that, his extremities seem to be functioning and allow him to catch the ball pretty well. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see where he goes. First, second receiver off the board. All right, moving on here. We had a wild, super wild card weekend as the NFL promoted it. Uh, do a quick little recap here. What was your guys' uh, biggest surprise of the weekend? We'll start with you, Kurt. All right, I, uh, I actually got two. Uh, my first one is the uh, Ravens shutting down Derrick Henry. Um I mean, that guy's ran over, ran all over him, I think, last year. And uh, they shut him down, and they came out to win. And I don't think that many people really expected that. And then my second surprise was the uh, the broadcast on Nickelodeon. I thought it was – I thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was cool. Whoa! <laughs> it was cool that they had a – they had another kid in the booth, another one on the field. They kind of get get other people involved in it, and hopefully it, it brought out a bigger audience too. Yeah, the uh, Slime Zone seems to be a, a meme favorite right now. Yeah, Slime Zone. Man. Slime Zone and Young Sheldon, I think, were the Young two. Sheldon. Uh, <laughs> Young Sheldon coming on. SpongeBob goalpost. The SpongeBob goalpost is my favorite. That was hilarious. Cody? Um, obviously the number one for me is, uh, Taylor Henneke, um, just showing out, I mean, played very well, um, it's against a good defense too. Um, I don't think many people were even expecting it to be a game once they saw Alex Smith was out, but, um, yeah, this guy came out and played, uh, there's a reason he threw for 700 plus yards in a game one time. So he showed his talent. Um, and then another big thing for me was the bills very, uh, very surprising. I mean, I know they won, but it wasn't very impressive to me. And um, it leads me to believe that they could have some trouble in the future right now. Um, but yeah, Josh Allen looked like old Josh Allen, missing inaccurate um, high passes instead of his feet, wasn't really reading the field too well. 
And uh, they pretty much had to use him as a runner since they have no run game. And their defense couldn't stop anything on the ground with Jonathan Taylor, um, which may be a problem going forward. And number three, Russell Wilson kind of sucks. Um, and number four was uh, the Browns getting out to a 28 lead. Yeah, Russell Wilson shout out Colt Sports, but Seahawks just looked overall bad. Uh, the Bills, I think definitely with Zach Moss getting hurt too, really hurts them. Yeah. He's out for the playoffs. Yeah, the Browns yeah. definitely, even when they were 28-0 though, I thought they were blown. I was like, oh, the Seahawks are still in. Yeah, they, they didn't really, uh, they were snapping the ball with 20 seconds left on the clock the whole time. And they kept throwing on first down, so they would save another 40 seconds. And, yeah, that was just driving me nuts watching it. But. Yeah. Yeah, def- for me, it was Taylor. I call him Taylor Heineken. I think that should be his name. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was definitely cool seeing him um, take over for Alex Smith. But then it makes you also wonder how he hasn't, like, been in the NFL, like how he was out of a job. Even it's just a backup, like, you think the Broncos could have used them those three the, that game that they had like all those guys out like it's crazy like backup quarterback in the NFL like people just um, they get people that they they think they like and have their system with that's really why he was there just followed Ron Revere and it's pretty cool he was like studying for a math class a month ago yeah uh, he was uh, he was on St Louis I think in the XFL or AF one of the two and he was in yeah, the yeah. in the locker room after the game pounding seltzers. <laughs> But uh, that was definitely a cool story. All right. Along with surprises, we had some letdowns this weekend. Uh, I'll start here. I had Seattle. Biggest letdown. I'm big Seattle guy, big Russ guy, but they just saw it was that's the most mad I think I've ever been at a non game where like one of my teams was playing. It was just so annoying to watch. Aaron Donald yeah, just heads to the locker room. You still can't do anything. Like, I get your O-line's not good, but still. And Rush just takes sacks so smoothly. Like, he just knows. He just, like, falls so <laughs> Like, you know he's not going to get hurt because he just kind of just falls down, just takes the hit. He just knows it's coming. Yeah, they uh, they pretty much laid an egg. They got to – they just don't match up well with the Rams for whatever reason it is, and Rush just looked very bad. Yeah, I get they have a good defense, but they literally had a – well, they had a backup first playing and then they had a guy with a broken thumb who hasn't been great this season and <laughs> you just a great ever like score score twice and then just don't make stupid mistakes and you win the game but they couldn't do that cam Akers, <sighs> seattle they're on my they're dead to me now <laughs> yeah. shout out cold sports though shout out cold sports. all right what about you guys uh my biggest letdown was kind of goes hand in hand with my biggest surprise it was just the Tennessee Titans in general um I expected RT17 to to do a little better kind of lead them more but um you know I guess it was finally time for Lamar to get his first playoff win but yeah it wasn't that exciting of a game I didn't think either no, uh, Lamar pretty much had the one electric run where he showed off the speed a little bit. And uh, other than that, it was just pretty much coaches making bad decisions. Yeah, punting. Unbelievable. Yeah, <laughs> in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, like it's literally win or go home and he chose <laughs> to kick the ball away. Dumb. Uh, my biggest letdown is 
Um, the Bills, kind of like what I touched on earlier, they just didn't – wasn't impressive to me. It was not um, what I was expecting to see. And uh, they were dancing all week at practice, and they had some fans in the stadium. And, yeah, they won, but it just wasn't wasn't enough for me. Yeah, definitely. Bills, they were uh, two seeds, so they played the seven-seed Colts. And uh, seven-seed, you guys uh, like it? Yeah, I think um, it will end up staying just because of how competitive the AFC was, especially. Um, I mean, it, it got uh, the Bears in the playoffs on the NFC side, but in the future, I think it'll it'll be here. And uh, it's an extra two games in the playoffs the NFL can make some money off of, and uh, teams will actually can market like that too, that there's an extra playoff spot. Um, so it works for the business side of the NFL. Yeah, I, I think it should – they should stay too. It also just gives fans more football to watch in general. You know, uh, people just love tuning in and watch. Like it gave us a whole, we usually have nothing to do all day. So you got to watch football all day. So <laughs> with the COVID, like all, everyone's losing money and stuff. So that definitely can bring in some extra revenue there. Yep. All right. Move on here, divisional round, first game of the weekend. We have the Packers and the Rams here. Uh, I think the Packers are like seven-point uh, favorites. Six yeah. and a half, seven. Six yeah. and a half, yeah. It's been fluctuating there. We had a little, couple storylines here. We have Cal versus Cal quarterbacks. Uh, one number one overall quarterback, one that could have won number one overall, but uh, slipped <laughs> 25 picks later. One top family. And then uh, – we got some betting nuggets here. We got Rodgers is 11-6-1 as a starter in the postseason against the spread. Jared Goff is 0-2 against the spread in games under 32 degrees, and the temperature is not looking great in uh, Green Bay. Jared Goff, uh, I think he's from Northern California. I think he's from Northern California. He went to Cal. Yeah. So uh, let's see how he can perform in that weather. But uh, what do you guys think about this game? I think Jared Goff's thumb might be a little cold all game. Well, it'll be ice then, so maybe he'll do a little better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we don't know what happened to Wolford's neck yet. I haven't seen any reports on that, but it looks like golf's going to likely start. Um, and then they have a couple big injuries. Aaron Donald, obviously, but I think he's going to play. He ha- he, he has. They pretty much said today, too, that he was ready to let him, let him loose. Um, and then Cup offensively. I know he's had some knee problems the last couple of weeks, but honestly, I think he'll be fine too. Um, they said it was a knee contusion. I'm not buying that much of it. I think it's more of a little meniscus thing. Um, and we just saw Cole Beasley come back and play with that with the brace, and he was pretty effective. So I think Cup will probably play with the brace, and he's Goff's favorite target. So um, they'll pretty much be need to throw because they'll be quite behind, I feel like, most of this game. Yeah, I, I think, I think the, uh, I think it'll be tough for the Rams to kind of get it going, just because, you know, playing at Lambeau, under thirty-two degrees, they're used to the weather in LA, but um, I do think it'll be a closer game. I want to see, I want to see how Ramsey does against Vontae Adams. See if he can kind of shut him out and make Rodgers look towards the other guys like Mr. David or uh, Lazard. What do you think, Kyle? Our good uh, good 
good friend Cody here has some uh, referee stats for these games. So uh, what do we got for this one? All right. So for the Packers game, Ronald Torbert would be the referee. He has 192 flags thrown this year, which is fourth most on the year. Uh, and he hasn't done any Rams or Packers games this year. So we have no favoritism here so far. Um, but yeah, usually the Super Bowl referee is chosen between the divisional rounds. So this is kind of a, a big week for referee fans. And uh, Ron's the leading favorite in Vegas. So you can bet on Ron to be the Super Bowl ref. You can actually bet on that? <laughs> some, some betting lines on it. But yeah, Ron's likely the favorite because he's had five years of experience. And um, yeah, so. Let's go Ron, baby. Let's go Ron. Ron. All right. We got picks for this game. Uh, I like the Packers to win and to cover. I think they'll cover six and a half, seven. I think they beat them by 10, 11, around there. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers is just too good, especially in the playoffs. And Rams, they beat the Seahawks. They had a good game there, but uh, I don't see them putting up much of a fight. Like, obviously, their defense is good, but I think they're going to have to be on the field too much. Their offense won't do that much, so their defense will be tired. So by the second half, I think – Rodgers kind of exploits them, even with Jalen Ramsey. And Donald, we don't know how healthy he is. Um, so they're not the Seahawks or the Packers. They're, they're going to be smarter than the Seahawks out there. They're going to know what to do. They got their three running backs, um, Big Allen, Lazard, Tanyan out there. So I think Rodgers uh, gets it done pretty easily. Cody? Yeah, Packers are my uh, favorite bet this weekend. Um I think uh, they'll probably win by double digits, like you said. I just don't think Jared Jasper again. He's going to have to throw, and uh, he's going to have a cold, cold thumb. And uh, yeah, I like the Packers a lot this weekend. I like the Packers too, but I'm going to go ahead and say the Rams are going to cover. Uh, I think the cold is going to, as I said earlier, is going to ice his thumb a little bit, so he won't be feeling it. So he's going to just let it fly, and so. I think it will be a close game. The Rams will uh, cover the six-and-a-half-point spread, and but the Packers will come out on top. Do you think it will be a, a backdoor cover or they'll be, like, in it the whole time? I think I think they'll be in it. I think they'll be in it the whole time. All right. All right, second game here. Uh, move on. We got the Bills and the Ravens. We got a dual threat versus dual threat. Couple of betting nuggets here. Bills eight and one against the spread in their last nine, and the Ravens ten and one against the spread in their last eleven as an underdog. So uh, something's got to give here. Someone's gonna have two in one of those spots, or maybe well, if it ends up at like three or something, they could tie, I guess. But uh, it's at like two and a half right now with the Bills. Well, I think it went down the spread to like one and a half, and now it's back up. So people mm -hmm. are. Um, betting on the Bills there, but uh, what do you guys think about this game? Um, like I said, Bills last week weren't very impressive against the run, um, and the Ravens have a lot of runners on their team, uh, primarily Lamar, um, and then Gus is the big back, and Dobbins can do some damage as well. Um, yeah, the Bills defense is going to need to figure out a way to stop the run first and uh, primarily and force Lamar to throw, which uh, – not very good at as we've mentioned numerous times on this show um, yeah <laughs> and uh but yeah I think uh offensively for the Bills they they got good weapons but if Josh Allen doesn't 
play like he has been like in his regular season and gets back to his so far in playoff games he hasn't been very impressive and he's been missing high if he the Ravens defense um, against the run is good but the Bills don't run too well and then they got some opportunistic corners so I think um, I think the Bills are in a bit of trouble here the Browns uh, kind of screwed him well the Steelers I guess kind of screwed him then uh, yeah yeah because they would have had a game against the Steelers but yeah, definitely. I think if Derrick Henry's not able to run on the, or if the Titans as a whole aren't able to run on the Ravens, there's no, nothing that Bills are going to be able to do. So Allen might have to throw 50 times for them uh, to win. But yeah, we've seen him do some dumb stuff in the playoffs. Last week, he almost fumbled. He did fumble. He, but he did fumble, he, yeah. Last year, he tried to pitch the ball and he did all this weird Throw the fullbacks and all that so stuff. If they get down, he might try and do some stupid stuff again to just, I don't know, but now he has Stephon Diggs. He never he didn't have him in the past, so he has kind of a safety blanket. But um, definitely, especially now, uh, we got snow in the forecast, baby. So we're gonna see. Uh, yeah. So it's, see, we know Lamar's not gonna be able to throw in the snow, but Lamar said he's never seen snow. He's never played in it. Yeah, that's not good. And this dude can't ever get his cleats right. If you watched all season, the guy slips around. So I'm very concerned about his cleat choice heading into this game. Did it not snow? Was it raining in that game when he had his cleats, or was it just like cold? the Cleveland game? Yeah, it was just cold. <laughs> that see that that was the wild. turf in Cleveland gets cold because they're near the lake. Dumb dumb, <laughs> couldn't get his shoes right. So yeah, until he had to poop. After he pooped, he got the <laughs> shoes right. Then he had to poop, but uh. Yeah, I don't think Lamar's going to wear the right cleats. Sorry, Kush. Uh, I think the Bills are actually going to be doing pretty good in this one. I think they, they'll learn a little bit from last week, you know. Josh Allen will be Josh Allen again. Josh Allen, he was all year, even though he went to Wyoming. Uh, but he's got Stephon Diggs, and Diggs has been a freaking guy. So I think he'll toast whoever – the uh, Ravens choose to put on them. And uh, who's going to be uh, calling this game, Cody? Carl Shepard's uh, veteran referee. Um, more bad news for the Bills in this one. Bills are one and one with Carl as ref this year. And uh, home teams in general have only won 40% of the games this year with Carl. So that's not good news for the Bills. It's way below league average, too. So Carl's been a big, uh, big road team referee lately Uh-oh. and uh, how many flags this year 226 second most and he uh, has the second most holds called this year so he's a oh. big hold guy that's big not good for guy. the ravens Lamar's not good for anybody lamar's gonna break off a 70 yard run and get called back yeah but he's a he's a road road ref so they, yeah. they might this they game might is, call on the bills there's so many things in this game where it's like well it doesn't help that team but it also doesn't help this team and so like <laughs> Nothing looks good in this game, so I feel like it's funny to just stay away. But uh, who do you guys like? I think we can already kind of tell by the way things are going here, but who are you picking? I am actually going to pick the Ravens. I don't like this at all, um, but I just feel like the Bills don't really have any much going. Like right now, I just they just looked a little flat, and uh, the Ravens have been – Full of energy, and with Harbaugh in the playoffs as dogs, I mean, they usually prepare as a team. And, uh, yeah, it makes me sick to say the Ravens are going to win a game in the playoffs with Lamar at quarterback. 
Kurt? Um, I, I guess I already kind of said what my pick was, but uh, I'm saying the Bills are going to win and they're going to cover. I guess I didn't say that part yet. But even in the snow, I think I think Josh Allen's going to have a big day. Yeah, I think the Bills win too. Um, I think it's going to be close the whole game, but especially if the spread's like one or two, I think they cover that also. But I think it will be a back and forth game. I could see, I definitely could see the Ravens winning, but I think they figure it out. Allen and Diggs, um, their duo is just too good this season. So I think uh, they find a way to get it done. All right, next game here. We got the Chiefs and the Browns. Uh, Baker versus Patrick Mahomes, a little Texas Tech reunion and a rematch of their uh, game, Texas Tech OU game that they scored a bajillion points. And uh, we had some betting nuggets here. Number one seeds are 9, 17, and 2 against the spread in the divisional round. And the Chiefs haven't covered in any of their last eight games. I think they covered one. But, yeah, they haven't been very good. Oh, I think they they were they didn't they were oh eight and one. Yeah, it was yeah one of them. Oh eight and one, but yeah, the they, Bronco game, right? Broncos. Then they had like the Falcons game where they didn't cover. Well, and then obviously like the oh, Chargers God. they didn't what play. What a game but, that was! Yeah, they definitely weren't. They they got it done at the end of the season, like obviously, but they weren't great. They were in close games when they were teams they were playing that they probably should have blown out. But um, uh, we'll see how they do. What do you guys think about this game? Kurt? Uh, I think, uh, I mean, we haven't seen the Chiefs obviously yet, and the Browns are hot off of last week. So I think it'll be, I think it'll be pretty high scoring, just like uh, Baker versus, versus Mahomes in college. So I think it'll be a fun game to watch. Um, but I don't know if the, if the Browns have what it takes to kind of put up with all the firepower that the Chiefs have on offense. Yeah, the um, Browns just gave up 500 yards to Big Ben and uh, passing yards. And this offense is a little more dangerous. Um, they've been off for about two weeks, but Andy Reid is just very, very, very elite off buys. Um, I'm pretty sure he's like 19-0 and 0 or something like that. Stupid. Um, and then Mahomes and, and all the guys, they really haven't played in two weeks, but I don't think it matters for them. They're – the best offense in the NFL um, and Clyde got extra time to rest. So if they need to run the ball, they will. And um, yeah, I just, I don't think the Browns can keep up offensively or defensively in this one. Yeah. We'll see how healthy Clyde is and Tyreek. Uh, he's been kind of banged up all season, but he always finds out, finds a way to play and runs past guys. But uh yeah, I definitely think the Chiefs um, win here. I think the Browns will cover the spread, but I think and keep it a little close, but the Chiefs win. I don't think it's going to be as high scoring as people think, but definitely some points. Uh, but uh, we'll see how many points there are by uh, who's calling this game. Clay Martin. This guy's doing his first game in a month and a half. Missed last month with COVID. So uh, he's had to get all of his games replaced. That's why we've had some refs do some double games in the last couple of weeks. Um, but this game should be heavy penalized. Dude's thrown 150 flags in 12 games, so that's double digits each game. Not what the fans want to see here. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, Clay, uh, if he passes his test, is set to ref this game. All right, Clay. Um, 
see some flags. Well, uh, so we're expecting a long game, and if we're gonna see points and flags, so we're in for one. But uh, in this game, I like the Chiefs, as I said, and the Browns to cover the like 10, 10 and a half, 11, whatever it's gonna be points. Uh, I think we're all on the same page with that, also. Yeah, this the Chiefs. I mean, they haven't really been able to put teams away. Um, they just kind of let them hang around, but they're they're still gonna win. But I do think the ten is a lot, even in the playoffs. So I like Browns cover, Chiefs win. Kurt, you're picking against your team. Yeah, I know. I'm picking against the Browns. I've been a big Browns guy the past few weeks, but uh, I do think they will cover. So. That's one that's all thing. that matters. That's one thing. And if you're betting, that's all that matters. But, uh, yeah, the Chiefs, I mean, it's pretty hard to pick against the Chiefs. We'll have to wait till uh, next round to do that. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. All right. Last game here, Saints versus Bucks. Uh, got the History Channel. Little meme going around. Um, got a lot of betting nuggets for this one. Uh, since 2002 – Wait, who is – oh, wait. The team trying to sweep a three-game series against an opponent in the postseason is 12-5 and five at home straight up, 9-8 and eight against the spread. Um, underdogs are profitable, though, in divisional matchups in the playoffs, so it's kind of going against each other right there. Um, uh, who do you guys like, and what do you think about this game? I'm going to pick the Saints. Um, and, yeah, we have heard about the talk lately from, like, a bunch of analysts on TV that, you know, the third game is always the hardest to win against somebody. But um, here the uh, history shows 12-5. and five, That's pretty good. Um, much closer against the spread. It's almost even on that. But, uh, yeah, I just think the Saints, um, they got they got Breeze at quarterback, Kamara running back, and Michael Thomas is back. Um, and uh, defensively for the Saints, I really like what they – do against the Bucks. Um, Lattimore shut down Evans throughout his whole career, and um, so Brady's going to have to use Godwin, going to use AB, um, and that's the Saints front can cause pressure. I mean, last time these teams played, I think it was Sunday night, and Brady threw what four or five picks. They got embarrassed on TV, national TV. Um, so obviously that revenge factor for the Bucks all around. But I just think the Saints are one of the best teams in the NFL, if not the best all around, and. Um, their D-line will, will just cause – their their D-line, pretty much what we saw Washington do, you know, gets a Brady. and But I like the Saints. Kurt? Uh, I am going to say, as you guys know, I like the Bucks. Uh, they're my pick to be in the Super Bowl this year. So uh, I'm going to have to go with them. And I just think – I know they had a they had a few bad games. They played terrible against that Saints and that that was the opener. Is that the op- their opening game? That opener and then also a and few then, weeks ago. Yeah, though. yeah. And I just think Tom Brady always just finds a way in the playoffs. You know, he's known for that. And I think even if Evans gets locked up, he still does have Godwin and A B and even uh, Gronk and Brate. Pretty good. Gronk team. donut shopper last week. Yeah, last week, but he'll 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 probably come back. It, it's Brady. He'll he'll figure him out. But uh, but yeah, I like the uh, I like the Bucks and then underdog win, doggies. Yeah, I like the Bucks also. I think uh, if there were fans, I might go with the Saints here. But I think 
that them losing the fans um, actually hurts them a little bit. And they did not look good. Well, they beat the Bears pretty good last week, but the Bears had every chance to score and even like potentially win that game last week. Um, they did do have a game under their belt, so maybe they figure it out. But I think Brady figures them out third time playing them. Um, figures out the Saints. They are a little banged up. I think they are getting Hendrickson back, though. Um, Guys should Ryan. be an all-pro. Nobody even knows. <laughs> Kamara, Thomas, another game under the belt. I think it will be a good game. Um, but I think Brady does uh, figure it out. And the Saints just have bad luck in the playoffs. So they're, we'll uh, we'll see who, oh, yeah. who's calling this game, who's who's going to screw him over. So Sean Hockley's calling this game. That's not good for the Saints as they've been hosed on a few PI calls as of late. And uh, he's had the lowest pass interference calls across the league this year. But he has thrown the fifth most flags. So. Um, Sean Hockley is a, every time I watch one of his games, it's a lot of holding and he does have the second most holding. So we can see a lot of holding and no PIs. Okay. So, uh, and both Sean. teams are, uh, and one with this guy as a ref this year. All right. Thanks. Sean's going to figure out a way to screw the Saints. Cody. Yeah. Well, for me and other people, when you say the ref, that's just the head ref, right? Yeah. 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 So his whole crew. So in the, in the playoffs, they kind of mix the crews a little bit. Um, but mostly it's their whole crew is with them. There's only like one or two guys that are replacing. So we can still just assume it'll yeah, be yeah. very similar. And he does have like kind of the say over all the penalties as well. Yeah, they all, you know, use their extra 30 seconds to converse, extend the game. And yeah. And the head ref, is the head ref the one that talks? Yes. Oh, cool. Okay. Dang, you're learning. Yeah. Now you can go on Twitter with Cody. Yeah, they'll argue with uh, whatever. What's his name? Hey, hey Axelrod, guy's a clown. Yeah. Axelrod is he's the bad guy in cars. cars <laughs> so, all right, <laughs> moving on here to some spoiler picks, picks of the week here. Um, been on. Uh, I think we've had picks every single week during the football season. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. As long so, as you're awake or not at work. As long as you're yep. As long as you're. You're up for kickoff. We're uh, right now, maybe. We'll start here with our locks of the week. Uh, Cody, who do you have? Uh, Packers, minus six and a half. Um, I think it's the one I'm the most confident in. So shout out to Big Jake's pool. That'll be getting a 16 by them this week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Pack, minus six and a half. Kurt? Uh, my lock is going to be the Buffalo Bills. And the Bills Mafia, their way to the next round and – Possibly the Super Bowl, and the lock is minus two and a half against the Lamar. If he has the right shoes, we never know. But <laughs> oh, we're gonna find out. We'll find out. I'm. We're gonna go three different games here. I'm going with the Bucks plus three. Um, I do think they win the game, but at least they are covering the three point spread. Um, I believe. All right. Next, we got our parlays of the weekend. These have been uh, these. These have been pretty good this season, I think. I think we've hit one every week for the last five weeks. Yeah, and they're not some old cheapo ones. So, uh, this guy's having a pack over here. But uh, I'll start here. I got a little four-legger here. We got the Browns-Chiefs under at 56.5. That's just high. And playoff totals that open at 55 or higher are five and six since 2002. So, Another thing for that to help you out, I saw Andy Reid's a big under guy in the playoffs. Yeah, yep, I did see that. So the more you know, the more you know. Just keep that in mind. Bucks Saints over. I think it's at like 50 and a half or 51. Um, Brady and Breeze, I think they're going to be going back and forth there. Indoor game too Yeah. on the turf. 
in the dome. So a lot of points, a lot of points. And then we got the Bills and the Packers money line, both to win in that set, like plus 730, 750 around there. It fluctuates. So bet 10 bucks, win like 75 bucks. So not too shabby. Not too shabby. Uh, what do you guys like? Uh, I have two parlays that I would do this weekend. I have Packers minus six and a half, Ravens money line, and Saints money line. Um, like I said, Packers my favorite bet, so I'm going to throw them everywhere. Uh, Ravens, I think they're going to win as dogs. And Saints, I also think they're going to win, but I think the three is a little scary. Um, if it goes, I don't see it going higher than three, but I just like the money line. And then I like a teaser this weekend. I like teasing the Packers, so Packers minus half. Uh, Ravens plus eight and a half, Saints plus three, and then Chiefs minus four. Can't lose. Can't lose. They can't lose, and they didn't lose last week. Nope. Gave out a free teaser winner, so we're yep. good. Head to Vegas. Kurt? I just got a little uh, three-legger in there. I got the Browns plus ten, and then I got the uh, I got my lock in there, the Bills minus two and a half, and I got Buccaneers money line. So go ahead and uh, lock, it in. lock that one in, stamp it, seal it, do whatever you got to do, drive the state line, <laughs> put it in there, eat some burritos. Prim. <laughs> All right. Hey, Our last um, little Twitter giveaways that we usually have here, underdogs to win. I think we kind of already went over these. Uh, Cody likes the Ravens and me and Kurt like the Bucks um, to win here. Uh, I think those are our – well, they had the Ravens, yeah, they're all dogs right there. All right, the next, our non-NFL bet of the weekend. Um, what do you guys like here, Cody? I'm going to go with the PGA Golf is Back. Um, is first bad. big uh, event was last week. Um, and one of those guys that was the winner, uh, Joaquin Neiman, um, came back pretty strong fourth round, uh, then had to go to extra holes. I like him to be top 10 this week. He's in good form. Uh, top 10 is plus 200, and then to win is 25 to 1. So, Joaquin Neiman also had him as a Masters winner. <laughs> and he had COVID. <laughs> Unfortunate. Uh, I did a little uh, little deep dive in for this one. But uh, on uh, this, I think it's Sunday, whatever the 16th. I don't think that's Sunday. The 16th? What's that? That'll be Saturday. We got something called the LeCompte Stakes horse races. No idea where it is. And I didn't even know the odds, but there's a horse in it named Beep Beep. And that might be the coolest name I've ever seen for a horse. They're in New Orleans. In New Orleans, Beep Beep at the LeCompte. You do have the odds. LeCompte. I know. I'm getting to it. LeCompte Stakes. And I didn't know the odds, but then I did some more deep diving. And I found out he's plus twelve hundred. So go ahead, and throw some money on beat beat. If you bet ten bucks, how much do you win? What times a uh, post for that race? Oh, <laughs> I do know. I do know. Uh, does that mean like what time the race is at? Right. Yes. Yes. Uh, two fifty p.m. Eastern or Central. Well, twelve two fifty p.m. on Bovada. <laughs> I, I don't know what time that thing runs on. What time does it say the NFL games are? We can figure it out that way. All right. NFL games. The first game's at 1.30. Oh, wait. Yeah, that's First game's Pacific. at 12. 
Is that that's Pacific. Pacific yeah. Two fifty Pacific time. Go ahead. All right. That's for beep beep. He's gonna beep his way up to the front. So in the middle of the second, in the middle of the second playoff or first playoff game, we'll we'll have to watch some horse racing. Beep beep baby. So keep beep, that. Beep. We'll have an update on that on the Twitter. I hope he wins. He's gonna win. We might have to check with uh, Kyle Duddy Band here. Yeah, we'll we'll ask him about beep beep. <laughs> Beep, 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 man. All right. For mine here, I got Lowell UFC. Uh, the two, the main event and the co-main event, I got Max Holloway and Carlos Condit, both favorites, but I got them both to win. A little plus, like 150, 160 around there. Uh, so watch some UFCs back this weekend. Fight UFC's Island. back. Fight Island. Next, Next weekend, we got McGregor, the chomp chomp, sure. the double chomp. All right. And then lastly here, we got some prop bets. Uh I got Lamar going over 74 and a half rushing yards. I think especially if it's snowing out, he's going to have to run. And Lamar's fully capable of getting that in one run, mm-hmm. if or at least like 50, 60 of it. So I think he goes over that. And then also Drew Brees over half interceptions, so throwing one pick. That's plus odds right now. So I think Brees definitely throws a pick. Some doesn't even have to be his fault, tip, pass, something. You made if it. You get plus one thirty eight on someone just throwing one pick. You got to take it. All the freak things that can happen. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna throw a pick though. Sorry, Drew Carlton. Carlton's got. Carlton's it. got it. Man. That's what uh, we're going with. Uh, I got a. Uh, I got two. I usually try to find some some fun ones, but I didn't have any luck finding any. Yeah, beat. Well, yeah, I'm talking about for the football games. We got to wait till Super Bowl for the for the puppy bowl for those ones. Okay. <laughs> but uh Daddy National Anthems. And the National Anthem, all that. But we got the most passing yards uh in this round. I'm gonna go with Josh Allen. We got cause Zach Moss is out. I got I have a little bit of reasoning behind these actually. Zach Moss is out. Uh that's pretty much my only uh reasoning. <laughs> I know it's snowing, but Josh Allen's gonna let it fly in the snow. So he's and that's plus three hundred. Don't ask me how much you win when you bet a certain amount of money because I don't know. Not a hundred if you win three hundred. <clears throat> oh, okay. So if you bet ten bucks, you win thirty. There you go. And hey, then, your uh, your gambling has your knowledge has improved vastly in the last six months. I've been doing like kind of good on my picks. I need to yeah, replace them. And then my next one, my next prop bet, we got a. Total combined points for all of the games is going to be under 203 and a half. And that is because we got a couple games in some brisk weather. And that's my only reasoning behind that one. Well, that's uh, that's about 50 points a game with the weather concerns. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of like that. I think um, I saw this in South Point last week for all, all six games. It was like, it was like it was close. I don't. Like I didn't three, do that. It was like three o three or something last week, I think, or something like that. Yeah, it was close. That uh, the Browns game might have pushed it over because that was some heavy I score. I think it did. I think yeah. it, I think they needed like eighty in that game to go over. <laughs> it's wild. Shout out, Big Ben. <laughs> you bet hundred, you only win. No, if you bet one twenty-five, you win a hundred. Yeah, because that one's minus one twenty-five, yep. folks. All right, Cody, what are you looking at here? Going with uh, QBs in the Bills and Ravens game, both getting a rush touchdown um, over half rush touchdown. So that's plus 120 for both of them. 
Yeah, def- I definitely see that, especially Lamar. And then Josh Allen will run one in there. All right, moving on here. Lastly, we got our uh, world famous What the Ducks here. Uh, we have so many that, but I just can't think of any. I've been trying to think all day, but there's so many different things that have happened in the past few months. Uh, but uh, we'll start with you, Cody. What do you got? I'm gonna have to go with the <laughs> gonna have to go with a few from today. Uh, like you said, there's just so many, but uh, got some good ones today. I golf golfing with uh, friends of the show, Corey and my brother, and uh, hit a ball into the water today. And I decided that it was reachable. So I went down and got it and um, had a little knee issue. And I fell all the way into the, into the lake. Uh, my entire left side was soaked. But, uh, yeah, still uh, had to play eight holes after that. And, and then also, Corey did one of the funniest things I've ever seen on a golf course. So Corey was on the tee box. And uh, there's the markers in front of us, the red ones, about 15 yards. And... Uh, Pulls out his driver, hits a ground ball right at it, hits the marker, shoots 15 yards straight up in there. <laughs> and I didn't know, we didn't know it went straight up at first. I just saw it hit the thing and then the marker went flying and uh, I just knocked it covered. And about five seconds later, all you hear is the ball land behind us. It has so much backspin, it just sits there and trickles right back to us. <laughs> so his drive actually went back. <laughs> The drive actually had a negative net yards. What did Corey say? Just and through his club. He was having one of the worst rounds of his life. So it was just, it was absolute comedy. You couldn't do that again if you tried. Kurt? All right. For my with the duck, I'm, there is a ton to choose from. And there's just so many every day, it seems like. But, um, Pretty much every time you go golfing, there's some kind of duck happening. And Friday, Cody, we just Cody and I went golfing down in with a few of our buddies in San Marcos, and we had we had a day, man. So I go pick up Cody in Irvine, and this guy can't walk. <laughs> right when I get to his car, he can't walk. He popped his knee out, and uh, so he's, we're sitting in the car the whole way there. Cody's knees that like still not healthy. And so he gets, we get there finally to the golf course after about an hour. And then Cody is hopping around outside the car. And, and then I hear this hissing noise. And I said, what the hell is that? And I ran over a nail. And then somehow Cody got his knee back in. He was freaking just started hitting piss rods on the driving range. Like nothing <laughs> happened. We golfed, had a good time. Got back. I had to call. We, we, tried to put my spare tire on and the wrenches were too big and <laughs> and we had all these people try to help us i called triple a and everything triple a had this freaking drill with the right wrench on it couldn't get the wheel off so i just had a flat tire this whole time and he said i'm gonna break it and this drill was making the worst noise you ever hear in your life <laughs> It was worse. It was worse. It was ten times worse than Uncle Ken's noise. <laughs> yeah. So it was. We had that going on, and then pretty much the solution was fill up the tires, fill up the tire all the way, and just hope you make it back. So it's a bold move. We had quite the day. Yeah. Shout out to that AAA guy. That uh, guy was cool. <laughs> he helped us, I guess. 
<laughs> for mine, I got our golf um, events at Riverview Golf Course. If you ever golf there, um, if you haven't, you're not missing too much, but decent course, decent course. Hole, uh, hole nine, dumbest hole in the world. We got par three. We got water in front of the green and a parking lot behind it. So you either lay up and hit it in the water or you hit it too far and hit it, drill a car. So after golf, we're, uh, we're sitting out there in the car, just chilling, just after golf, just talking. All of a sudden, we see a ball come flying in. <laughs> Homeboy just hits it over. <laughs> Cody goes and just takes the ball. Cody just takes the ball from uh, the poor guy, and the guy comes and asks if we saw a ball fly over, and uh, Cody says no. Uh, yeah, I wanted to add one thing about our Riverview. Pretty good, a cool stat about Riverview Golf Course. Uh, Kyle and I golf in there. We are uh, two for two in uh, getting the golf cart step. <laughs> so uh, we've had to push a cart out of mud slash sand slash whatever. Not the bunker sand, but <laughs> <laughs> I forgot you got a cart stuck last time too. <laughs> yeah, two for two. <laughs> <Try to> go- <laughs> oh. All right. Well, Cody's computer officially made the duck list. <laughs> this computer's dead (laughs) famous ducks Uh, those were what we got but there's plenty more coming there's plenty more coming but uh, I think that's all we got today you guys got anything else here Uh, fins up and uh, shout out to our friend of the show Big Jake released a new EP you can check it out Yep, you'll be hearing that probably right now Shout out Big Jake, Fenzo. Deuces. Later.